you're like me, you probably have a closet full of local band merch. And whether you know it or not, a lot of that band merch is probably made by Divine Shirt Company right here in Winnipeg. Divine Shirt Company has made all of the Great Witch Police merch from our hoodies to our toques to our t-shirts. And if you're looking to get anything done, like screen printing, embroidery, graphic design, digital printing, go to see Divine Shirt Company at divineshirtcompany.ca and tell them which police radio sent you. One of our colleagues, Sam Thompson, who, um, if you saw him, you'd sort of right away assume he was a hippie. Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Which police radio? Get up off your ass and get up on the podcast! Which police radio? All right, welcome to Witch Police Radio. One of the things that I think regular listeners to the show know that I do kind of periodically is I like to go on Bandcamp and just scope out everything I can find that has Winnipeg tagged <laughs> as a location and just listen to kind of reams of Winnipeg stuff and then sort of find artists that are maybe new to me or albums I haven't heard or things like that. And so the guest on this episode is someone that whose music I kind of discovered that way. I found your album... Um, via Bandcamp, just from seeing a Winnipeg tag on it. And I, re- I really, really enjoyed it. And I've been kind of listening to it, you know, on and off uh, since whenever it was that I discovered it and, and we're talking mm-hmm. now. But I think um, the best way to start this off is if you'd like to introduce yourself and just give a bit of background about what it is you do as a musician. Sure. Well, first of all, I think it's pretty cool that you just discovered uh, Well Sister organically like that. Yeah, it was pretty kind of a fluke, I think, but uh, I stumbled on it and the, the album... Yeah. Title sounded interesting. The cover looked interesting, and I gave it a listen. And yeah, yeah. here we are. Really cool. Yes, my name is Jamie, and my project or my moniker, musical moniker, is Well Sister. Uh, and I started this project back, I believe, in 2015 or 16. Okay. Um, yeah, and, I'll, and and so I just had started the project and had recorded an EP and got that out, and then yeah, my life kind of took a turn, and I kind of took a hiatus from music for several years. And so recording this full length was my reemergence back into making, producing, recording music. Cool. And yeah, just because we've all kind of just gone through this for the past two and a half years or so, was this something that was recorded and released and all of that sort of during the pandemic? Yeah. So I recorded most of it during the pandemic. Like I, I recorded it over two years. So I did the first three songs, I believe in, ooh, early 2020 and then i record the rest of the album during the pandemic okay yeah what what was that like i mean i know everyone's kind of been affected by by this this situation we've all been in but especially creative people right it's, it's been hard because yeah. you can't do i mean people can't couldn't get together and play music together uh playing shows just mm-hmm. were out of the question for for a long time there what was it like for you as an artist trying yeah. to put out new music in this time when no one can really do anything right Sure. Yeah. Well, I think in terms of like actually producing, recording the album, the fact that we were in the middle of a pandemic, I think it carved out time that myself and perhaps the, the folks I record with. So I record the album with a band, Slow Spirit, also from cool. Winnipeg. Uh, so they co-produced it with me and Eric Roberts recorded it. So I imagine if the pandemic hadn't been, uh, our lives would have all been a lot busier and we sure. may not have like, the time, right? So I would go, the way we recorded it is I would go to their place near Ryan Mountain and stay with them for like four or five days. And we approached the recording with kind of like a really like 
with a lot of slowness and um, rest, and it was not like a pressurized experience. So in some ways, all that to say to your question, I think that in some ways the pandemic was conducive <laughs> to our approach. Okay, okay. Yeah. I, although I would say, yeah, in terms of actually releasing the album, I only released it uh, in June. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we're still in the pandemic, quote unquote. But oh, Of course, yeah, yeah, it's still, yeah, still ongoing. Yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, so the limitation of not being able to play shows is, is has kind of gone away, which puts me in a position, too, where I'm also debating now whether I want to still do an album release because uh, when I was planning the release of the album, I wasn't sure if I wanted to organize shows at that point. And now okay. I'm thinking, hmm, maybe I could have, but I yeah. didn't. <laughs> so here I am. Well, now you're in a situation where shows are, are, are that they're happening exactly. now. It, it, yeah, kind of, yeah in large numbers so yeah it's it's definitely possible um yeah. the thing that uh, that i find most interesting about the album and i'm sure we'll talk about this um a lot more is that you know i, I listened to it I, I musically i dug it i i it was very kind of haunting some of the some of the music and and, and vocals um one of the songs has a very kind of prominent saxophone that i really liked in it and, and so mm-hmm. i just kind of gripped me from that way but then i i looked up what the title meant and i'm not going to try to pronounce it I'll, I'll let you do that in a minute but, yeah. <laughs> but i mean so there's this whole kind of um mythological aspect to it and then there's also obviously some life experience stuff that really informed sort of uh-huh. what direction you took with the the songwriting and 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 what the album's actually about so maybe a, a starting point would be what does the title mean and how do you say it because I, i'm not gonna yeah <laughs> for sure i can help you with that i wouldn't expect you to know how to say it uh because it's not even a word that i was familiar with uh a year ago right uh so Catabasis? Catabasis. Yeah. It's, so it's a Greek word uh, from mythology, which you clued into. Yeah. And the word is um, represents or it means, I guess you could say, um, it represents the arc and like myths when a character has to go into like uh, the underworld or kind of like they have this death to self experience. Okay. Uh, and they go into the darkness, hell. Um and it's necessary for them to go through that for them to become what they're supposed to be. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm assuming that's a Greek word, right? Is, is that is that just in yes. Greek mythology? I mean, that kind of story kind of happens throughout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So types of exactly. So that that word specifically comes from is a Greek word, but that that um, plot line is true to many myths from all sorts of traditions. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So. I guess then what is that? Is that what the album is about to you? Like, did you go into the album mm. kind of wanting to to create that kind of story with these songs? Yeah, so the songs, I mean, I didn't, that name of the album only came later. So I wrote all the songs uh, when I was personally in like a really dark psychological experience. So uh, the album really chronicles my journey living with mental illness. Okay. And so that's part of why in 2017, 18, <laughs> Uh, when I stopped making music, it was because I got really, yeah, for lack of a better word, made me sick um, and unwell. So OCD and depression kind of just descended on me (laughs) in a way that was rather severe. And it took me out, to be quite honest. And it took me quite a long time to find my way through that, to get help. And a lot of the songs I wrote in the midst of that. So even though I wasn't performing or recording, I would, yeah, find myself sometimes on the odd day being able to get to the piano or the guitar and 
So most of these songs are written when I was um, recovering okay. from being in a really dark mental space. And so when I was trying to think of a name for the album, I, you know, all the songs as a whole, I feel like are, yeah, like a testimony to, to moving through darkness. So well, Catabas it felt like very, very fitting. Yeah. When you were writing these songs, was it kind of a, was it like a type of catharsis to, to get that out in song form? Or was oh. it just like, what was the kind of, um, I yeah. mean, obviously you're dealing oh. with something very difficult at the time, but you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're speaking musically very eloquently about it with these, with these yeah. songs. Oh, that's a good question. And other people have asked me that too. You know, to be completely honest, I don't think in the moment it felt cathartic. Yeah. I think it really felt like I'm just showing up to this thing because it matters to me. And even though actually I don't feel like it matters right now, as you know, when someone's really depressed, they don't, nothing really matters. Sure. Yeah. But it was like a lot of writing the songs was like a really conscious choice. Like I'm going to still um, engage in my craft because it helps me reconnect to myself. So I think it, Cathartic, I don't know. It, it definitely didn't feel like when I wrote it, it felt like, oh, I'm being <laughs> emotionally released from something. Yeah. But yeah, yeah now it's interesting though, because now in hindsight, listening to the songs, there is something really, um, it feels almost cathartic retrospectively. Yeah, I don't know how else to explain it. <laughs> Which is kind of like a weird way to look at catharsis, I guess, right? <laughs> Something yeah, that you discover right. way after the fact. But yeah, that, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
like i guess i mean had you had you always been writing songs even prior to this record that 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 had that kind of personal um subject matter and dealing with kind of those kind of emotions and 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 sort of laying yourself out there um for people to hear yeah yeah i would say so i mean i don't know if i ever sang specifically about um the darkness of my mind in such a in such an overt way but yeah I think my songs have always been extremely vulnerable and personal and really uh yeah are my way of navigating struggle okay. right so <laughs> I definitely do think that if someone were to listen to all my songs and be like wow wow she really writes a lot about her personal struggles with you know spirituality and emotions and yeah, relationships. So yeah, definitely there is that. I, I don't, I, I struggle to write really uh, cheerful music. <laughs> <laughs> but I think all of those things you just discussed, I mean, no matter what kind of music it is, or, or, everyone's writing about that in some way or another, whether it's direct yeah. or whether it's, you know, you, you, you have to Absolutely. parse the lyrics to, to get, get to the point of it. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Th- this came out on vinyl, which is very exciting. I mean, that's exciting for anyone, especially yeah. these days. Um, what was, was that always the plan? Like, had you always uh, intended to release this? In, in physical format mm-hmm. yeah it was and in part because cds are kind of obsolete uh i really felt like i needed something physical to like represent all the work yeah and all the struggle so it felt really important to me to have something physical to like honor what i had made versus just having something digitally and i'm a huge vinyl fan so um in some ways I did it for myself too. I just like so badly. (laughs) I just really wanted to have my music on vinyl and enough people encouraged me. I think too, that was part of it. Like lots of friends and family were just like, Oh, you have to do this, put this on vinyl. So that just gave me the the push because yeah, it is a hassle and it costs a lot of money. And 
it's not a money maker. Let's no. just put it that way. <laughs> it's, it's, it's great to see, though. I mean, I lo- as someone who is definitely like a Luddite, and I only listen to physical stuff. It's always, I love seeing that. I mean, it's uh, I'll have to get a copy at some point. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's very cool. Um, what has the reaction been, I guess, uh, among people who know you personally? You know, and uh, probably known some of the struggles you're going through sort of more directly than than just a casual listener. Oh. Hmm. What has the reaction been? I don't know if I can even answer that question. Um, you know, I, I wonder if part of it is, I, well, certainly like my close friends are, I know that they're like proud of me. Yeah, and, yeah, of course. Um, but you know, it's one of those things like, hmm, I don't know what you can you compare it to, you know, like releasing an album. I don't know unless for other people who put in that hard like labor of releasing an album. I don't think maybe the general public uh, probably don't perceive or understand like the weight of that. Yeah, and maybe don't always uh, provide the the feedback and responses that one might want like when you give birth to a baby you know there's all this like congratulations and fanfare and i have to say i did find releasing an album kind of anticlimactic um but i don't want to i don't want to now minimize the people in my life who've like affirmed me in my process but um maybe it's also because you know i didn't do an album release and I was going to ask about I, that. Yeah, yeah. If that was I, maybe I part think, of it, I think that's a huge part of it because that's like a natural place where people can really like uh, respond to your music. Well, it's a celebration right? of it, right? It's it's it's, it's yeah. like a formal acknowledgement that it's out in the world totally, now. Totally, yeah. totally. So without that, it's felt kind of weird and lackluster. <laughs> so as a result, I actually um, so myself and Slow Spear are are actually hoping to do an album release this fall because I recognize I was like, yeah, without this kind of like event you kind of feel like you like, i feel like there needs to be some more acknowledgement yeah. uh, <laughs> that sounds kind of selfish like i, I not about me needing to be acknowledged but like this thing that i made maybe didn't get the acknowledgement that i wanted it to get so yeah yeah just having put that much time and, and effort into it for everyone yeah. involved, just getting the recognition that like yeah this is a thing yeah. it's here it's 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 out there yeah 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 but it's interesting because the people who have yeah so i don't there are people who have been who have sent me really meaningful messages so i do acknowledge that but it's interesting because there are people who um are either like musicians themselves um or or artists who i think can really relate to uh the process and labor and heart that goes into it yeah probably the most meaningful things i've heard have been from like other yeah other artists well, that, that makes sure. sense too, right? Because they, they've, yeah. they've, they've done it. They've, they've been there. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of what the circumstances are, what the mm-hmm. what type of thing they're doing, they, they've gone through the whole start to finish. Yeah. 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 Well, how do you sort of define this, um, the sound that you have on the album? I mean, I, it seems like uh, we're in an age where everything has 16 different subgenres and everyone has, you know, all these different <laughs> labels. And I mean, I, it seems like maybe basic to call it a folk record, but there, there's more yeah. going on than just, just folk, right? I mean, how, how do you sort of yeah. define what the sound oh. is? Yeah. I'm so bad at this. Well, it's a hard question yeah. because it, it's, you know, yeah, it's, tough. it's tough for sure. Yeah. I mean, like if, if I were just used to use a generic label, I'd be like, Oh, I guess it's indie folk rock. <laughs> you know um but yeah like there's qualities to it right and i don't know if there's uh genres that 
can really capture the qualities, but you used a good word earlier, which is haunting. Yeah. And I well, that was the first thing I thought when I heard it too. It's good. That yeah. Down. There's a lot of haunting qualities. I really love, um, Hmm. I don't know if you call it eerie ambient sounds, but like string sliding. I really yeah. like sliding parts. <laughs> I've always had this affinity to parts that slide. And, um, I think there's a lot of, like, I really like, like was intentional about how we record the vocals. I want them to sound really like kind of really close, close up okay. and to really like hear the texture of taking a breath or my voice. And uh, so I think, you know, it's very vulnerable and kind of raw. And I love that the album's not like we record it in a home yeah. slash shed and I really appreciate that. Like, it's not a lo-fi recording by any means. Like, it's really well produced, but it doesn't. It's not overproduced. Yeah, yeah. Well, I there's a really, character to the room. You can tell that there's, there's oh, like yeah, a vibe. Yeah. To, yeah. And I really like that. It doesn't have this like overproduced radio sound to it, for maybe lack of better terms. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah. So that's a good question. I, I don't know. Would it, were, there, were there qualities or genres that you picked up on? I, it's the same. It's the same problem, right? Just like everything is, is has yeah. so many different. Every subgenre has six other subgenres, and it's hard to keep track of even what anything is. I mean, like folk is obviously there. I guess I don't know. Is, is alternative folk still a thing? I don't even. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know yeah, it. it's definitely still a thing. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I like I like it's nice. It's cool to hear that that was recorded in that way because I think that that adds to kind of that that haunting quality that I heard was mm-hmm. having those kind of like you said the the the, the breaths between between lines and and the fingers yeah. sliding on strings and that kind of has not an old sound to it but like kind of a, a an open openness to it like a space mm-hmm. the, 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 I don't know the room, the room has a vibe I guess is is what yeah it like. yeah yeah exactly yeah. It's, yeah. it's cool, yeah. So whatever you want to call it, whether it's you know indie yeah. folk, rock, alt folk, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And I really like I like heavier music too, and I'm sure like that that part of me comes through a bit in certain songs. Um, I I think that my next, if I do do another album, it'll be more uh, I don't know heavier. I don't know if that's an appropriate word to use, but maybe more rock and roll. Okay, I don't okay. know. Well, because I think this is plenty heavy in terms of like subject matter and just overall tone, right? I mean, heavy yeah, doesn't yeah. necessarily mean distorted, right? It means just yeah, kind of yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, heavy. Yeah, maybe I should say that I want my next album to be more rocket. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 
I guess what is your background um as far as music goes then i mean i know you you said you had an ep before this with this project mm-hmm. were you in other bands prior to yeah that? yeah i was in a band like in my early 20s i was in a band called from giants for okay. many years yeah and then that kind of dissolved naturally i don't know in 2014 15 right so then i naturally started well sister which was a solo project but yeah like going way way back like i'm not classically trained at all um, but the people I made the album with, like, come, you know, with lots of, they're like music, <laughs> they're like musicians proper, I would yeah, say. That helps. That, that you know? definitely helps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I don't, I don't, I didn't go to jazz school or I can't really read music. So I'm like very self-taught by ear, that kind of, that's my musical background. Yeah. You know, of course, I like played bass and jazz band growing up and like was always drawn to, to music and play music, but. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I find that it often works really well when you have a combination of people where some have just, you know, 
extreme amount of, of training and and theory and all of that. And then some people are, are, are self-taught and are coming at it from a totally different perspective. And when you mix those, you can kind of mm-hmm. get something really interesting out of it versus a band where everyone is, is extremely well-trained and yeah. they all know the rules and then there's less chance of breaking them because they're too, yeah. they're, it's too programmed in their heads. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Like I'm not the person you want to like, uh, have me join someone's band because I'm going to like add all sorts of like interesting stuff. Like I'm a songwriter, I'm a songwriter <laughs> and I'm not great at jamming or like, uh, yeah. Yeah. That- learning, other, learning other people's songs. I can relate. I can, I haven't been in a band in like 15 years, but I, I was always someone who had, I could play my own stuff, but no, <laughs> no one else's. It's like, can you play this yeah. cover song? Nope. I have no idea. What chord is that? <laughs> it, it, so yeah, I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I know you, like you said earlier, you're kind of um, not sure what's going to happen as far as potentially doing a release show and things like that. But what is um, sort of what is the plan now just in general with this record? I mean, it's been out for a few months and now things just the world has opened up a little bit. Are you well, I guess, first of all, are you um, as far as songwriting, are you past this already? Are you still fully into the mode of this record or have you already started started working on new things? Oh, no, no, I'm still fully in this album mode. (laughs) I think I always had the mindset that like releasing this album will be like a six month to a year long investment. Okay. Um, So yeah, like when I released in June, I always in my mind was like, you know, I can't do an album release now. My life is just, there's too much going on but maybe I'll do it in fall. So yeah. yeah, that's the hope. The hope is to do an album release in October. And yeah, I mean, promoting an album is, takes a lot of time and energy. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it's so different <laughs> so, than how it was even five, 10 years ago too. Just, just yeah. the, the way yeah, that. My, my stamina right at this moment's a little bit low, but I'm hoping <laughs> it will, <laughs> hoping I will find the gusto to keep, to keep at it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, what exactly that will look like, I'm not sure. But for the fall, I think I'm going to put energy into doing an album release, which, yeah, comes with lots of rehearsing. So sure, that sure. will take a lot of my time. Well, that, that, that kind of brings me to my next question, too, is, I mean, like like you said, this is a solo project, but obviously you have other people playing on the record with you. Do these songs work in both ways? Like, are these songs that you think uh, mm. are just as uh, effective if it's just you playing them solo versus the kind of more, uh, more filled out sound on, on the album? Yeah, good question. I, I personally, there's maybe like two or three songs that I think would are fine as standalone, like just you know myself and guitar. Yeah, but I'm not crazy. About, I'm not crazy about performing with just me and my guitar. Like, I don't know. I maybe find it a bit boring. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah, I really like. I I love uh, hearing the songs like filled out and you know having the layers present. So, yeah. I would play solo if I had to, but it's not right. my preference. So it seems yeah. likely that if you are, are do a release show at some point, it'll be with a band. Oh, yeah, yeah. If I do a release show, show, it's going to be with a full band. Cool, cool.
And so for people who are hearing this and maybe hearing you for the first time, what's the best way to find your music? Where can people hear the album? Yeah, well, it's on all the streaming sites, you know, Spotify, iTunes, so on and so forth. Bandcamp, obviously, is another place like where you found it. And you can uh, buy the vinyl there as well. Uh, yeah. And then, like, I'm I'm pretty, okay, pretty active on Instagram. That's super relative. Yeah. <laughs> it definitely is, yeah, yeah. So by my standards, I'm active on Instagram. By someone else's, I would not be. But yeah, I try to be uh, 
I try to keep on top of that. So it's a good place. Like if, if anything new or emerging is going on, like I will, I will notify people on Instagram. So well, sister music. Yeah. Cool. And I guess, is that the best place to find out about potential future shows and things? Exactly. Yeah. Cause I mean, the good thing about this being a podcast, it's, you know, it's uh is it August still? It's August. It's end of August now. But when someone hears this, it could be six months from now. It could be a year from now. It could be whenever. So yeah. you may very well be on to the next record by the time uh, someone checks this out. So who knows, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. 